So, Mariah, imagine this. We start, we start a podcast, and on it, we just read gay fanfic. Actually, can we? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Please, I have no job. And, like, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to start over? Yeah, sorry. I almost said good morning, but it's actually 5.52 p.m. for us here. For me, it still is mentally kind of morning because I have a weird shift. But today is my day off. It is a Tuesday, and we are recording another episode of the Please I Have No Job podcast. My name is Shea. I use they, them pronouns. Mariah, who are you? I'm Mariah. She, her? <laughs> Mariah. The one and only Mariah. Okay. Mariah Carey, step aside. <laughs> Mariah <laughs> actually had beef with the Mariah Carey growing up. Why Real beef. It? Yes, Wait, you did. Every time she got brought up, you were like, fuck that bitch. Like, you hated her just because her name was Mariah and because you. the only exposure you ever had to Mariah was when she re- performed on New Year's Eve and when one time you saw her music video on MTV when she was singing Obsessed. That became such an iconic moment in our childhood because we just knew that like three seconds of the song when she goes, why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know. And we would just like, Mariah would just say that <laughs> to people. What are you yes, she, we would We would randomly sing that song. You want to make shit up? I'm just kidding. You're going to pretend like you didn't randomly sing. Why are you no, so No, I'm just in a gaslighting mood. Yeah. She, you always are when we record, apparently. And the people recognize it, which is why they voted me as the victim on Twitter. <laughs> they recognize, they recognize the basic signs. We recognize, we acknowledge. That's what they said. <laughs> is it? But, oh, yeah. Hi, baby. So, but yeah, this is the Willow episode. So we're going to read chapter, is it chapter 10? Chapter 9. Chapter 9 of Armorium. And I'm ready. We're at the exciting part. I keep saying that, like, every week, actually. By the way, they... I don't know if we said... Because you read the last two chapters and now you're reading again. Mm-hmm. The only reason why Niles is reading all of them now is because... I get really out of breath and it's really hard for me to read that long. And I also stutter a lot while I'm reading. Yeah, you you barely read it. So it was frustrating <laughs> for both of us because I was struggling to get through. And they were, yeah. they were struggling to listen to me as I was trying. So it's easier for me to read the shorter yeah. stuff. I can tell y'all right now, if you could hear the... Rough the draft. Cut, the stuff I have to cut out. Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes it harder for me to edit too. Let me let me say this, okay? Don't interrupt me. Oh, sorry. I just, um, what I'm saying I'm so is, the, <laughs> the way I suffered, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because okay. it is so hard to sit there and listen to someone go, like, re- start start the same sentence ten times in a row, and stutter through it, and like pause, and then finally get through that sentence, and then giggle, and then like do the same thing for the next sentence, basically, like. <laughs> And you're just you have to act like you're not losing your fucking mind, <laughs> and then like try to make a joke. Still. Wait, 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 you think I wasn't losing my mind? <laughs> I know we I both. Like I, was, I was getting so mad. And though. then I have like, to listen to it all to... again. I have to edit it and I have to real and I have to figure out oh, which, which part to keep and and sometimes I have to like put sentences together from like e- different parts and like it somehow uh, sounds fine. I'm like, she's wow. She's performing surgery on these eyes. I'm basically professional. Like I'm, I'm a natural at it, I think. So yeah, <laughs> I'm a better reader out louder, I guess. I guess, but I still want to read. So I'm going to do the small silly yeah. ones, which those are kind of easier too. Cause I, well, I mean, I still struggle, but like I can do more fun voices and kind of make fun mm-hmm. of it more. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we left off with 
Kit kinda, I don't know, finger her girlfriend, but not girlfriend for the first time since the accident. And well, I thought she, she, not from that, but when she kissed her earlier in the day during Jade's panic attack. Jade had a panic attack because for some reason there are swords on the wall. Idiots. <laughs> she and Kit, she Kit kissed her and then got a memory back. And Mariah is really determined to say right now that Kit also had her so they're waking up together in after sharing a bed for the first time in the apartment okay. since the accident. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Today, Jade wakes after an uninterrupted full night's sleep, blinking blearily as the sun streams in through the windows to her left. The light casts long streaks of sunlight across the sleeping girl beside her. Kit, for a moment... Wait, what the fuck? I read that so wrong. The light <laughs> casts... Wow, we were just talking about how I can't read. Oh my, now you have to keep all this in. For jokes. Um, yeah, for some reason my eyes like looked at that wrong. This is the sleeping girl beside her, Kit. For a moment, she lets herself lie in the moment, pretending that it's real. That the hand reaching out towards her, fingers an inch away from her own, is truly there. So Jade thinks it's a dream. She's like, this can't be real. This is too good to be true, bitch. This girl can't be in front of me. She can't be real. She's a, a, fi a figment of my imagination. A dream. A dream. Then, <laughs> Kit shits, and Jade's brain wakes up. She can't help the smile that breaks out across her face at the sight of Kit, scrunching her nose as she starts to wake to the bright sun crossing her face. Jade turns to face Kit more fully, only vaguely aware of the fact that she's naked beneath the duvet. Oh yeah, that's right. Naked? She fell asleep naked in her juices. In her juices? <laughs> Whenever we were like, we were, we were, we were, uh, what's the word I want to say, like... <laughs> We were we baffled were, and disgusted. We were, we were hygiene shaming. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so Kit just had her fingers and now she's going to sleep and not washing her hands. And like Jade's just fully naked. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I think I heard that's actually bad for your uh, like vulva and stuff to like sleep without any covering. Like sleep naked. Yeah, no, for sure. But also, Guys, like sleep with some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> please. please we don't want to see you naked in the morning guys write in please let us know do you sleep with clothes on and we don't need to see the please. morning wood <laughs> wait what the know. morning wood um what, what was the joke i was trying to make there i was like please write in and tell us t i said the opposite of what i really wanted to say i wanted to say please write in and reassure us like let us know you sleep with clothes on because i'm worried about your health where's she okay going? She's out of here kit's eyes blink open slowly and jade watches the sleep fall from them as she takes jade in Morning, she mumbles, voice thick. She turns onto her side to mirror Jade's positioning, and an errant lock of, of hair falls across one eye. Instinctively, guess what she does, guys? Guess what Jade's about to do? <laughs> Instinctively, Jade reaches out and tucks it behind Kit's ear. She lets her hand linger there, curled thumb resting on her cheekbone and pinky at her jaw. Kit leans her head ever so slightly into the touch. That is such a... Aww. A good, tr like, tr sort of trope. Like, I will always eat that up. The like, them leaning into the touch and they, like, yeah. cup their face like that. Like, they linger. Or, like, when they're they hugging. They, like, you didn't need to linger your hand there, but you chose to. Or, like, when they're hugging really tight and somehow they're, like, they get the hug gets tighter. Exactly! <laughs> the, the Tanthamore hug in um, the Skellen episode, oh, I ate that up. The way that Jade, like, wraps her arms around Kit and then just, like, has that moment where she... Pull, she pulls her in even tighter, like buries her face in her shoulder. Oh, I love the gif. Like, oh my god, it's like not to bring up Everlark again, but like it reminds me of how we were robbed in the Catching Fire movies of the scene where it's like the night bef 
or a couple mm-hmm. nights before. It's when they're they're going back to the arena and they're oh, watching, I know they're watching the videos of all the other. Um, I, and they're watching Hamish's videos and stuff. Yeah, the warm milk scene. And, yeah, and they, like, want milk and stuff. And they, they want milk. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, I kind of want some milk right now. How'd you and he milk? hugs her, helps her, and covers her, and he says, kissing her neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and she's like, it feels so good, so impossibly good, that I know I will not be the one to let go. And I think you just quote the book exactly. I think she says, I won't be the first to let go. Yeah. It's one of those two. But yeah, no, it's, first, it's yeah. because I memorized that line at like the ripe age of 14. I memorized like, the entire book. I'll read it right now. Yeah, like I, there are certain <laughs> lines from the Hunger, Game, Hunger Games I will never mind. forget because I was so obsessed with those books. And I I, wait. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> to this day, Everlark is one of my top ships. Anyway. So, oh my God, they're being cute as fuck. How'd you sleep? Jade asks. I don't remember waking up with any bad dreams. So I guess, well. Do you have bad dreams often? Jade asks. She wakes up screaming in the night. <laughs> like Katniss. Like no. <laughs> Thinking of her own dreams. How for a year, even after Kit had come home and Jade slept on the couch, Jade had woken up in a sweat, a dying scream on her lips, more nights than she could count. Sometimes, Kit says. More often, they're just weird, disorienting dreams, though. I get nightmares, too, Jade admits. The transparency coming to her easily in the soft comfort of their bed. Kit's gaze shifts down to where the blankets have fallen away to expose Jade's bare breasts. The jade stone hanging from her neck nestled between them. Once again, we get this detail that the jade stone is just always chilling okay, between her breasts. Okay, wait, didn't it say in the last chapter it was tucked between It her was breasts? tucked. And now it says nestled. So the implication oh that she has, like, anime titties. Because <laughs> are that close together that a and this is actually tucked between them. No, but that's the thing too is the the those verbs. Those are big ass titties. Those words tucked and nestled. They're like they can be like active verbs. So it's like almost the implication that somebody tucked that in there. <laughs> somebody <laughs> nestled the jade so in her breast. Right, her breast did <laughs> because they were they were fucking monster size. <laughs> I'm imagining these big ass balloons with like this necklace just like you literally have to like move one to the other way and tuck it in. Kitty has to stick her hands in there and like part, part the Red Sea. Just to part the Red Sea. She has to part the Red Sea. She, she's like, I want to. And every now and then you have to clean the mold out. The mold? Now you made it nasty. Before no, it was just, you're it was just horny. Now it's nasty. Hopefully you're washing it so there's no mold. But you know, it's a dark spot apparently. Apparently it's real tight. <laughs> real tight. You can f*** <laughs> What? Now this is just, this kid is literally pornographic. Wait. Wait. People are opening up their laptops and going to Pornhub. Now they're going. The motorboating that must They're like on. shaking their head. They're like, Mariah and Shea, fuck you. No, I have to, <laughs> I have to get this out of my system. Wait, what? Described big ass titties <laughs> being <laughs> f- like. and I bet you some people listening to they have a thing for the like the the that moldy anime? shit that you know the moldy shit that you said too. <laughs> you can't cut any of this. This is so funny. You cannot cut this. Like we're an explicit podcast. We can say what we oh, want. You can bleep certain words. Whatever for for the comedic ow! effect. Okay, she pardoned me. But you can't yell out. Oh sorry. Yeah, we love Miss Aqua. She just wants to cuddle us. She just wants to snuggle. Okay. And she saw us laughing and she had to come over. So, here we go. Kit's gaze shifts down. Yeah, we read that. Something shifts behind. Wait, their gaze shifts down where? (laughs) Yeah. 
Something shifts behind Kit's blue eyes. Jade tries desperately to read it, mentally begging Kit to explain it to her. Blue eyes meet brown. You said something last night. Are they night. about to fuck again? No. <laughs> okay, sorry. You said something last night, Kit says. When we were... When I was... Jade quirks an eyebrow, wondering where the sentence is leading. She thinks back when on I last night. When I was sending night. you to oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> when I shattered your reality. <laughs> While I was shattering your reality, you said something. I, that will never die. I'm going to be saying that to the end of my lifespan. Like, I am not... No, 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 yeah, I no, shattered no, her reality last night. Okay, uh... She thinks back on that thing. She said before I shattered <laughs> She'd been so desperate for... I hope you guys listening remember what we're referencing. There was a, there was a snippet you, you of... You do not need to explain. Like, yeah. just keep Go back and re-listen to our old episodes if you don't get it. Like, just do that. That'll be easier. She's... Or write in. DM me. Hey, you know what? If you really are listening right now and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Shoot me a DM on Twitter, on my account, or on the podcast account. I'll explain it to you happily. And I'll even do it in a voice memo if you'd like. <laughs> Premium content. <laughs> anyway, uh, she thinks back on last night. She'd been so desperate for Kit's touch, and once she had agreed to it, had given herself over to the other girl without a second thought. Her skin still prickles where Kit had coasted her fingers over her. You said it had been over a year since you... Kit trails off again. Since oh. you've had sex. Yeah, Jade says, narrowing her gaze not fully grasping what Kit was asking. She and Kit clearly hadn't done anything before last night, not since before the accident, so of course it had been over a year. Jade meets Kit's eyes. Why is this funny? Jade meets Kit's eyes. It's like you were fucking all our bitches? Interesting. I mean, that's so romantic. Okay, Jade meets Kit's eyes and her throat. And I love, no, I just love how, no, I love how in Jade's mind it's like, I don't get it, like, what is she confused about? Of course I haven't had sex in over a year. She, she, she's, she doesn't remember me. Yeah. Like, in her mind, there's no, not even the option. It's like Kit's just processing that. She's processing yeah. what Jade actually went through in the last year, because up until this point, all Kit can think. It. She's <laughs> had a lot sex? to... She's, she's had, like, shattered was like... <laughs> <laughs> she's had a lot to process in the last, like... Yeah. Like, since she realized the situation, and she probably hasn't had time to think too much about, like, Jade's end of it. She's just been mad at people yeah. and, like, feeling betrayed, so... Plus, like, the fact that, like, how, how close their relationship... Like, or how deep their relationship went mm -hmm. how intimate was the point that, that she couldn't yeah do it with anybody else yeah that she's like that can the, yeah it's like she she's really is like her even that's her forever person or whatever even after amnesia even after amnesia uh, that's actually that's gonna be one of my album titles why is she got, licking her ankle <laughs> don't talk about what your dog is doing oh, in the background sorry. Sorry. what the dog doing anyway people are like wait what were we saying <laughs> oh, <laughs> i don't know oh i was saying how in the first podcast episode i made that joke where i was like my first, my debut album is going to be called Where the Amnesia Begins. Mm -hmm. And now I have to entitle one, a future album. It'll be like a callback and it will be called After Amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Jade meets Kit's eyes and her throat catches at what she sees there. The sheepish look. The blush rising on Kit's cheeks. Kit averts her gaze. Kit? Jade asks. She brings her fingers to Kit's chin and lifts it so that they're looking at each other again. Tell me. Except, she doesn't want to know. She doesn't want to know why Kit won't meet her eyes. She doesn't want to know why she brought up the fact that they hadn't had sex in over a year. Or why Jade hadn't had sex in over a year. I didn't know there was a you, Kit says. And nothing really happened. It was about six months ago, at a bar. It was my birthday. Alora and I were out, waiting for Eric. 
who said he had a girl to see before his own twin and was running late. He was with me, Jade admits. She remembers the night, practically begging him to stay out with her for just a bit longer so that she could pretend she was drinking socially and not to drown out the reality of the day. She remembers giving him his birthday present and wishing it was for Kit. That would be so, that's so sad. Like she can't celebrate Kit's birthday with her. That's heartbreaking. Oh, Kit looks truly shocked for the first time. It's the first tidbit Jade has shared that leaves Kit with a deer on the headlights look. It takes her a moment to recover. Jade wishes she hadn't, not once the next words fell out of Kit's mouth. I was drunk and a girl kissed me. Oh, Jade drops her hand to the stone at her neck, cradles it mindlessly. So she pulled it out of, she pulled it, she untucked it. It's not impossible. <laughs> you don't have to part the Red Seas to do it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there might have been a little tug. <laughs> a little tug, <laughs> please. You know? It only lasted a second. I thought there was something wrong with me because it felt wrong. <laughs> but maybe deep down, I don't know. <laughs> I hate that right now is when I just remembered that today is Aaron Kellyman's birthday. Happy birthday, Aaron Kellyman, the person who portrays Jade in the series Willow 2022. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know how old she is. I think she's 25. Wait, hold That'd on. That'd be my guess, on, but on, I don't know. The person who betrays... Oh, portrays Portrays. Jade. Yes, the actress who plays the character. Yes, yes. For some reason, when you said Jade, while I was saying it back, I realized you said Jade. But for some reason in my mind, I thought you said Kit, and I thought you said Betrays, and I was like, what? <laughs> the one who betrays Kit. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait, would that make her a Libra still, or is it now a different season? I, d I don't know astrology that well. Um, is it still Libra season? Today's the 17th? Yeah. So, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion. Okay, moving on. It only lasted a second. I thought there was something wrong with me because it felt wrong, but maybe deep down, I don't know. Jade doesn't want to be jealous of the random girl at the bar. Knows that Kit isn't intending to make her jealous. Still, it hurts. I feel that girl, I feel it. You waited though. There was no one else, Kit says. Of course I waited, Jade says, as if it's the most obvious thing in the world. Because of course it is. Kit reaches for Jade's hand and intertwines their fingers. She brings her joint hands to her mouth and kisses Jade's knuckles. They lay there like that for a bit longer before Jade's alarm blares, and it's time for work. Jade puts clothes on first, feeling Kit's eyes burn into her as she walks naked toward the closet. She leaves Kit her privacy to change while she prepares them for breakfast. Jade spends the morning showing Kit around the gym. She shows her where the storage closets are and how to operate the reservation system at the front desk. And, obviously, if I'm in a lesson or something and you need help, Borman and Scorpia are around. Have they always worked here? Kit asks, spinning cross-legged on the chair at the reception desk. No, Jade shakes her head. She thinks about how Scorpio stepped in without having to ask her, how she told Borman they were moving to New York, and that was that. It just sort of happened. I was at the hospital with you for a month or so every day. Then afterward, I really wasn't in any shape to consistently teach, let alone run this place by myself. It's the closest she's come to admitting to Kit how hard things had been for her last year. She doesn't want to burden her with it too much, but she asks a question and Jade doesn't lie to Kit anymore. Seems like it would have been a lot to run this place with even just two people, Kit says. It was. We had plans to hire more instructors. We were just waiting until we started turning more of a profit. Gotcha. They both turn as Jade's first lesson of the day walks in, a handful of Lululemon moms in their weekly archery class. Dear God. So I guess you're no longer relegated to the couch? Borman whispers in her ear as she leads the women past him. She offers him a confused look, to which he says, 
I gather you haven't looked in the mirror this morning, as he gestures to her neck. Jade's eyes widened, and her hand immediately jumps to where Kit's lips and mouth had lashed on the night before. Wait. But Kit didn't say anything. Kit's like, let me let me just show off this hickey I gave my girl at the gym uh, right now. Yeah, why didn't she say anything? But also, I don't remember there being a hickey and all that. I, I listened to Vita. I, I, I never once was there a part where there would, a hickey would have been created. You just don't remember, I guess. <laughs> but, like... That's just so funny. Like she missed it, and she never looked. She either she didn't look in the mirror much, or she when she she did. This she always just happens. This it. happened hard time too. How are you guys giving and and, and receiving hickeys without realizing? It's not <laughs> like it's just like you kiss them and a hickey appears. Yeah, it doesn't come from just yeah. You have to kiss. bruise them. And you feel that shit. Yeah. You're yeah. You're literally bruising them. You're she said latched on. Like yeah, you should know there's a hickey there. Ugh. <sighs> Nothing to be embarrassed by, one of the women's... Oh, not one of the women. Cheryl, she thinks, says, catching Jade's movement. Your boyfriend must... Girlfriend, Jade interrupts, without thinking as her head snaps to the front of the gym where Kit sits. She's like, don't you get it confused. Don't you get it mixed up. I am a lesbian. Some woman there? Yeah, one of the women... One of the Lululemon moms. Damn. I mean, really, Cheryl? Does she look like someone who would have a boyfriend? (laughs) She said, look at her, that's a gay. That's a lesbian. It made Jade wonder, though. Wonder what she and Kit were. She knows what they used to be, what they'd promised to be one day. But now, she had no idea. After the lesson, she escorted the women to the door and stopped by Kit's desk. Kit was bearing a looser neckline than usual, and standing above her, Jay could see the start of a raised scar cresting above the sports bra she wore underneath the t-shirt. She's looking down at her shirt. <laughs> Let me catch a quick look down my girl's shirt. <laughs> Jade thinks of the way Kit had refused to take her shirt off the night before, had refused to let Jade really touch her, worried she wasn't attracted to her. Well, that's your assumption, Jade. Shut the fuck up. Then and there, Jade gave Kit a very... You know what? No, I'm not. (laughs) Then and there, Jade gave Kit a very purposeful once-over. Her eyes caught on Kit's hand as it tossed a shuriken. She keeps looking at her shirt. One knuckle over the next. Jade doesn't think Kit even realizes that she's doing it with an ease that only came from hours of practice. What? Kit asks, the shuriken stalling. Just admiring the view, Jade says. Yeah. Leaning over the counter. She's really trying to see It's nice having you back here. (laughs) Even if the eye candy is a little distracting. I remember from reading this before, there was a couple different moments where out of nowhere, Jade is just so like... Flirtatious. She'll just say the most insane, like... I wonder the, if she's uh, trying to boost her up, though, make her feel um, better, too. Mr. Weird, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, coming in hot with the Riz kind of thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, oh I'm, like, that, like, like, what the hell? Like, where'd that come from? Not that it's, like, unhinged to, like, be flirty with her. Not girlfriend. gonna lie, that was cute flirting, but at the same time, I would be mad if somebody called me eye, can- eye candy, even if they were trying to just compliment my appearance. Yeah, I hate that term. I would literally be, like, kill yourself. We're done. Oh. <laughs> right, you can't say that. Oh. You're so right. R- rephrase. <laughs> I would literally be like, don't say that to me. We're done. <laughs> Kit opens her mouth to retort, but then closes it again, a blush spreading up to her ears. Let's go out tonight, Kit sputters. We've barely left this building in over a week. I want to be 25 and do something fun. Sounds like a date, Jade grins, then falters. Sounds like a date, Kit affirms. So that's the end of that scene. Six years ago. I have a burp. Hold on. That almost sounded like the Powerpuff Girls narrator guy. No, the, the burp left. The pa- Oh. And he's like, in the city yeah. of Townsville. Hold on. The city of Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't sound anything like it. <laughs> he kind of did. 
Anyway, what do you think about my makeup? I love how they were so creative with those intros in that show. They would just start out sometimes and he'd just be like, ah! Like screaming. He'd be like, a monster is attacking! Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was such a funny show. Also incredibly racist sometimes, like most shows were in the oh 2000s. God. You know what I'm talking about? We were talking about this recently because I, I rewatched a bunch of Powerpuff Girls in oh. like probably like 2020, actually. I rewatched a lot of it when I was at home for a period of time and like um, unemployed, no. And oh. yeah, you know, like anyway, because I didn't really get to stay at home for most of the lockdown, but there was like a couple weeks there where I wasn't where I was and I watched a lot of Powerpuff Girls. And there was one episode, one episode in particular that appalled me. I'm not going to describe it right now, but I still can't believe that somebody animated that and they put that on television. And it makes me feel like whenever I randomly remember that, I'm like, what the fuck? Because I've always been such a big Powerpuff Girl person. Like, I want to get a Buttercup tattoo and I have Powerpuff Powerpuff Girl stuff in my house. I've always been such a big PPG person. And like me and my two sisters, one of them being Mariah, right? Like we've always really associated with those characters, like being the three sisters kind of thing, even though one of us is not quite a sister. (laughs) So yeah, like it fucking ruins the vibe for me. It's like they were just randomly so racist in one episode. I'm sure there were other little things that were offensive in the show, but that was the one thing that like really, like I, I remembered from Rewatching it was like that episode. It was horrifying. And once again, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just DM me. I'll, I'll let you know. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I'll like find out what episode it was and whatever. Kit rehearses the... Oh, yeah. So it's six years ago. Kit rehearses the words in her head as she walks across campus. She relies on her feet to work on muscle memory to take her to her destination. A shoulder hits hers and she sends a scowl in the way of the pack of freshmen who've blocked her way. Tell her how you feel, Alora had said. I've seen the way she looks at you. Be brave. It's all Kit had ever wanted, to be braved, to be loved. Both sounded really fucking scary, though, as she took the steps to the seventh floor. She usually took the elevator to the sixth, and then took the steps to the seventh, but she needed the steps today. (laughs) Not the counting, not the white people, I need the extra steps. They left her out of breath, and Kit took a moment to compose herself at the top of the final flight, before winding her way through the stacks to where she found Jade already sitting at their table, books strewn across it. She had a plan, a way she was going to ease into it. She had a way she wanted to say it. She wasn't going to be impulsive. That's so funny, because remember how she ended up being impulsive? (laughs) Jade looked up at her and smiled. I love you, the words tumbled out. Oh, I was thinking when she asked her out, but because she was impulsive when she asked her out, and clearly just now she was also impulsive, right after saying she wasn't wasn't (laughs) going to be. I love you, the words tumbled out, unbidden. Nothing like the careful way Kit and Alora had planned them. Fuck. Once again, it's the thing of, like, people are so serious about saying I love you to their partners. And Mariah and I talk about it a lot because to us, it's not that serious. To me, it's, like, not only... Well, not that it's not serious. Like, you mean it. But it's, like, it doesn't have to be, like, love. I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like they take it too seriously. Whereas, like, for me, it's, like, I'm saying that to my friends. So, especially if you're friends first. Like, me and Jay were probably saying I love you to each other before we were even a couple. And if you want there to be some uh, distinction about, like, no, I have a deep romantic love for you. I feel like I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Whatever, like, the implication is behind that. There are other ways to communicate it. But, like, that was something that, like, that's just something I feel passionately about. Like, I'm not afraid to tell my girlfriend that I love her because it's not, like, it's not... It's not like you're saying, um, marry me. I'm not literally saying, yeah, marry me right now. But, like, yeah, yeah I do love her. Like, I'm going to say I and love you. And that could you. mean you want to marry And I say I love, and I'll, I will tell everyone that I love that I love them. It's not, like, I hang up the phone with my friends and I say I love you. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but, like, it, it is always, it's, it is always funny how, 
especially in media, there's like such a deep thing about it. it's like, like a taboo. and they remember like their first I love you. It's I like, and there's no there's gonna be no such thing as the first I love you with my my me and my girlfriend in that way because yeah. neither of us. We agreed about that. Like, neither of us are weird about... That is a question. Like, when was the first, the first time, I the love first you. time you said I love you? Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's just know. not like remember. that for us. It wasn't us. Like a, th- a big thing because it was like, of course I love you. Yeah. If anything, it'd be like more like the first time you were like, I can see myself with you. I don't even know. <laughs> I can see myself marrying you. But this is what this is. So we're going to... We're going to... We're not judging you, Chris. It. This is... This is oh, like, yeah. This isn't ju- us being judgmental. Especially because that is like typical and like yeah. especially in writing like and this is funny too it's so kit to be like work herself up about it and like have a plan and be like i love you yeah and it is actually similar to how she does it in the show except for it was very clearly planned in like a and like a very like funny way in the show where she was tr- using it in their sparring match to like throw jade off which is also very very kit my god my phone keeps closing because the battery's low and it's really annoying i love you yeah and she says, fuck. And then Jade Jade arches an amused eyebrow and stands. Kate wants to ask her if she can have a do-over. She can walk away, and they can pretend she didn't say it for the first time that way, that she didn't follow up on the admission by cursing. But she won't do that. Instead, Kit straightens up and feigns confidence. Yeah, she says. I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I went there. <laughs> Uh, Jade steps into Kit's space. On instinct, Kit takes a step backward until her back is flush against one of the stacks. Oh my god, it's, she's like intimidating her. No. <laughs> Jade's, okay. Why do I feel like you had a carefully crafted speech, ready to share, then got impulsive and just decided to go for it? Is Jade a fucking mind reader? <laughs> Close, Kit admits. But I didn't just decide to go for it. The words just kind of spelled out like word vomit. Some kind of vomit... Jade places her ha- hands on her girlfriend's hips, anchoring them in place. It seems like all of Kit's body wants to act of its own volition as her hips cant up towards Jade's damn. It's like... <laughs> everything Jade does, Kit, in turn, <laughs> she responds <laughs> with her fucking hips. <laughs> Please. Look how what beautiful the, the sunset is right now. Like it it's really shining. is. The sun is shining into Mariah's house Directly in such a pretty the, way. Yeah, like it looks gorgeous. Um... Okay, uh, Kit's body acts on instinct when around the redhead. She loses control when it comes to Jade. Jade nudges her nose against Kit's, and Kit is like putty beneath her. I love you too, Jade says. That's so cute. Oh my god, actually, you know what? I get it. I should have held back on saying I love you so much. You know I should have waited, like, no, I should have made it this really intense thing. And Kit lets out a sigh. Despite everything, she'd been so convinced that Jade wouldn't return the sentiment. Despite the hard eyes, despite the fact that they'd been girlfriends for two months following two months of flirty friendship, she'd still been unconvinced that Jade could love her. And yet, Jade kisses her then, and Kit whispers into her open, inviting mouth, I really do love you, just like she says in the show. And then it goes back to present day. Kit spends 95% of the working day staring at Jade. (laughs) Even from across the gym, Kit is able to admire the lines of her body, the shifting of her muscles whenever she clenches her fist, the lines at her neck as she holds a bow taut. The neck Kit left her mark on last night. Since the moment she kissed Jade for the first time yesterday, during her panic attack, she'd wanted to kiss her again. She wanted to see if her lips would unlock another memory. She wanted to see if they always felt like home. She hadn't planned on doing more than kissing Jade, 
But then she was there in bed with her, and all she wanted to do was feel Jade's naked body beneath her. Damn. In the moments before and the moments after, she thought too hard about the why, about why she was so desperate to touch Jade, to taste her. She just hopes it wasn't too obvious that Jade didn't see it on her face. The reasons why. Because she wanted to see if she could unlock more memories. She's like using Jade as the key. She's like, maybe the key is Jade. She still couldn't process the fact that Jade was with her. She just really fucking wanted to have sex with her. She wanted Jade, but when it came to her own pleasure, Kit wouldn't let herself take it. Not when Jade told her it was okay to grind on her, and not when Jade wound her hand up her shirt, ready to reciprocate. Kit wasn't ready for that. She wasn't ready to feel Jade's hands on her, knowing how she would respond better than Kit herself would. She wasn't ready for Jade to see the scars carved into her chest. Relatable. <laughs> it's actually really funny. I can relate to that. I have, like, really gnarly scars on my chest. Gnarly. Obviously not because of an accident. Um, unless you count me being having boobs as an accident, I kind of do. <laughs> Touching Jade hadn't unlocked any other memories, but the feel of her skin had felt familiar. The taste of her hadn't been new. It wasn't until Jade came, loud and heavy, that she felt it as a memory. It wasn't a specific moment, but an amalgamation of a million moments. Jade had given herself over to Kit completely, naked and fully bare in every way, vulnerable in a way Kit didn't feel comfortable being herself. Jade scared her, Kit had realized. She'd buried the thought with a kiss to her bare shoulder as they fell asleep together. And it cuts ahead. She needed a night out. She wanted to feel a 25. She wanted to do something normal. It's a date. The words had felt right. They were what she wanted, weren't they? They certainly were before she'd learned the truth. It was logical to want to date Jade. She was attracted to her in more ways than one. She cared for her. Jade cared for her in return, and they had a history together. Hell, Kit had gone down on her and wanted to do it again. First, it's Kit's like making all these these reasons in her head, and I'm like, it makes sense, like logically, like there's a, there's it's scientific, like. And then she's like, I also I just want to so bad. Eventually, probably, the thought of seeing Jade unraveling beneath her again was both enticing and terrifying. Kit didn't know how to process anything she was feeling. She wishes she had someone to talk it all through with. You good? Jade asks as she exits their room and, oh my god, if Kit had been malfunctioning a minute ago, she was in need of a full reboot now. <laughs> <laughs> she got the anime titties out. <laughs> yeah, she said, well, let me get touched between those titties. <laughs> yeah. Kit blinks rapidly as her eyes roam Jade's body. <laughs> Please. She slides. She, it says she slide up. Um, I guess she slides up. The length of Jade's wide-legged jeans. A contrast to the lace, nearly sheer black V-neck bodysuit that covers, or barely covers, the top half of her body. It's feminine in a way that surprises Kit, who only remembers seeing Jade in loose, athletic, or otherwise androgynous clothing. You picked it out for me, Jade says. Kit rounds the corner of the kitchen to close the distance between them. She lifts a hand, letting it hover above the thin strap that cuts into Jade's freckled sh shoulder. Can I? Of course, Jade nods, enthusiastic. Kit doesn't stop herself. She trails her fingers down the strap, over the lace, a thin layer covering Jade's breasts. Tipsy off one too many she's having a memory. Tipsy off one too many mimosas. Brunch in Soho. Walking home, hand in hand. She pulled Jade into a doorway, simply to kiss her. The bodysuit in the window of the store whose entryway they made out in. Where'd you go? Jade asks, pulling Kit out of the memory. Nowhere, she shakes her head. That reminds me of, um, in Fleabag, when he notices... Though he starts to notice the way that she like disappears and he's like, where'd you go? Where are you going? Yeah. It's such a the way that that was written and the way that it was directed and the way that it was acted and the way that 
Let's do a whole episode talking about Fleabag. Anyway, because <laughs> um, now I'm just now I can't. That's all I can think about. Because she said, "Where'd you go?" Um, another like one of the few heterosexual ships I really am like I love. Uh, so we're back here. Nowhere. She shakes her head. She isn't ready to share. Not yet. What if it's a fluke? What if she stops remembering? What if Jade doesn't actually want her to remember? The thought of it is extreme, but Kit thinks it anyway. Sorry, the, the last thought is extreme, but Kit thinks it anyway. You ready to go? Kit asks. Yeah, one sec, Jade responds. She walks past Kit into the kitchen and pulls a pill bottle out of the cabinet, pours a pill onto, out onto her hand. Kit doesn't mean to pry, but while Jade pours herself a glass of water, she sees the label facing towards her. Lexapro. Okay, ready. Jade says after she returns the bottle to the cabinet. Her necklace bounces on her bare chest, prominent, prominently on display. The necklace that Kit knows is hers. Bouncing? Not the bouncing <laughs> necklace again. Chris, you want us to think of bouncing she, titties. She has to be like, what is she doing for it to be bouncing on her titties? That tells me her titties are bouncing, which tells me her titties easily bounce. Which tells me her titties are balloons. I don't know why. <laughs> Mariah is obsessed with As the idea of Jade having no. anime titties. <laughs> no. I think Mariah's a boob girl. No, what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> Please. I guess like it is normal for boobs to like bounce from like normal movements and stuff, but like I don't know. I just feel it's like, just funny. I just feel like bouncing is. It does sound like it sounds dramatic. like it's like yeah, it it's sounds... hyperbole. Like anyway, the necklace that she she'd seen the old her wear in dozens of photos and videos. That video. They ride the two down to the West Village and show the bouncer their IDs before getting let into a bar with a bit more of a vibe to it than their last date. This is a place to dance and drink, not a place to sit at a table and get to know a girl. It's perfect. Wait, why is she shirtless at the bar? No one's shirtless, what are you talking it's about? It's in her bare chest, it was bouncing on her bare chest, didn't it? Well, it's because she has a lot of exposed skin there, that's what they mean, like, the chat. Your cha <laughs> her chest is bare, but not like her boobs out, like, there's a difference. <laughs> to me, no, there's not. Bare chest, to me, I'm thinking the whole titties are out. She's walking around shirtless, and you know what? Go for her. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, from now on, we are imagining she's fully <laughs> freeing the nipple, okay? No, no, not the nipple, the titty. The nipple oh. is not wearing a bra. She has tape on her nipples. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, they that's all she's wearing. They sneak, their way into <laughs> they sneak their way into an empty pair of stools at the bar. I'll get us drinks, Jade says loudly into Kit's ear over the music. She offers a thumbs up in response. Kit instinctively checks her phone. At least that is feeling like hers at last. Not like it belongs to an old version of herself. More texts from Eric she leaves unread. She reads back Alora's one text, thinks about responding. Almost does when, hey, a smooth voice says. Kit looks up, looks up into dark, wide eyes and a grinning Cupid's bow. I'm Lily, the woman says. Kit, she responds, wondering why the girl was talking to her. Was this someone she was supposed to know? Uh, I, I read that so weird because there was no question mark in the... Like, in the the sentence there, and it confused me the way it was written. Yeah. <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? Lily asks. No, thanks. Kit shakes her head. I'm okay. Are you sure? She asks, taking a step closer to Kit. Do you remember Lily from the show? Lily was the name of the host, like the the girl that was like actually the crone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Um, Seductress. Yep. The one who seduces Eric. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Kit narrows her gaze. My... A hand on a small of her back steadies her with its familiarity. She looks up to see Jade balancing two vodka sodas in her free hand, eyes alight with... With jealousy, Kit realizes. She smiles. My girlfriend already got one for me. I see. 
Lily purses her lips and stalks off. Thanks. Kit takes one of the glasses from Jade and downs a long gulp of it. Sorry if I overstepped when I called you my girlfriend. Jade finishes the sentence for her. Jade bites down on the on her lower lip, something Kit has noticed that she does when she's nervous. I think you need to take the lead on that. What do you mean? Kit asks. Kit, you know what I want. Jade says. You know what I want. You know what you I know want. What I... You know what I want. <laughs> Eyes pleading. It's almost too much for Kit, seeing the desperation. The... She stops the train of thought by saying, That's what I want too, but maybe we... Maybe we wait to talk about this when we're not in a crowded bar. Agreed, Jade laughs. She grabs her hand and laces their fingers together. Let's dance. She drags Kit to the dance floor and, with the jostling of bodies all around them, they're almost immediately dancing chest to chest. Damn. I love that some people, like, as couples, Ooh, this dude. is the vibe for them. Like, they they would they, they do this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, meanwhile, me and Jade never leave our house. No, because that's how I am, we too. And, like, I know <laughs> I'm never going to go to the club with my girlfriend and get drunk and dance. That's not It's scary. The vibe. That's scary. That's you overstimulating. You guys don't have social anxiety and stuff? Yeah, listener, y'all don't, y'all don't. Y'all aren't scared of the public. Do you, do you guys do this? Do you guys do this shit? Yeah, I'm not saying I've never danced at like a gay bar or something before, but it was only because my one friend dragged me out there and like got and she got enough alcohol in me yeah. to get me to go on the dance floor with her. But even then, I kept I kept leaving the dance floor and she kept back like Bring co- me back. bringing me back. It, it was really hard for me. It was really hard because it's loud. There's people. You feel exposed. There was like at this club. There is not really a club. It's a. It was a gay bar. But there's a big um, mirror on the on the one side of the stage. So you're like. You can see yourself. It's like a, it's like a stage. The dance floor is like kind of propped up in the yeah. top of the room. And so it's That's like everyone like can scary. see you already there, and then you can see your reflection too if you look in the Whoa, mirror. So I, I had to force myself not to look at the reflection because I knew it would make me uncomfortable. I made it as intimidating as possible. And then as soon as you're on that dance floor and other people are on there with you and they're drunk, they want to dance with you, they want to interact with you, they want to talk to you, and I'm nervous. Like I, I can't even shit. hear what you're saying. Like one, so I would I would get really awkward. So and then it would be mostly my friend like talking to these people and kind of bringing them into our circle and like okay but that's so whatever, intimidating they made it as intimidating as possible because i've been there before the fact that it's like a level up like a stage yeah it's like what what and then yeah the mirror like what are they so people can go feel themselves they're you know? really sometimes trying it's, to get ni- to- it's nice for people who are confident who want or want to feel confident because like sometimes i'll see it'll just be a couple people up there and they will be fully facing the mirror watching themselves dance and them. just feeling themselves you know they're a little bit tipsy and they're just they're just feeling themselves and i think it's kind of sweet but it's like it's uh it's <laughs> if you if you're struggling with insecurities yeah, it's a it's a it's like a baptismal fire but i was proud of myself for eventually getting up there and yeah. i i did have really a lot of fun at the end of the night like we requested call me maybe and then at the end of the night we danced to they played what makes you beautiful like, I had a lot of fun by the end of it, but I do, like, you do have to get me pretty drunk. Yeah. To like, It's not like a, like with Kit, where she just took a, her first sip of vodka and then went out there with Jade and danced close to her. It's like, nah, like, that's not going to be me. I'm yeah. going to be trying to run away and you're going to be dragging me, kicking and screaming, basically, onto the dance floor. Yeah. Um, even though I do enjoy dancing, it's just, like, in a public, crowded space, no fucking way. I, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway... I'm so sorry for that side rant about my opinions on, like, clubs and bars and stuff. I don't like to leave my house. That's why I, I, as a writer, I wouldn't, I would struggle to write things like this. Like, there are common scenes in books (laughs) and movies and stuff because it's like, that's not my scene. It's not my experience. But anyway, 
I, would, I, could, I can only write, and I've known it's been my problem whenever I've tried to write fan fiction and stuff like in different things in general, I can only write my characters as like autistic because I'm autistic. And it's, it's that whole thing in general, you write what you know, you know, and like, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna bleed into your characters. It's, it's inevitable. But anyway, uh, it reminds Kit of the night of their first kiss. Is this okay? Jade asks, holding Kit at her waist. She nods and lays one arm over Jade's shoulder, leaving the other free to hold her drink. Two drinks later, they leave glasses behind, and Kit has both her arms over Jade's shoulders. Everything is a little hazy, her tolerance diminished a bit over the past year. Kiss me, she says. There's no way that Jade can hear her, but it doesn't matter. The redhead has had her eyes trained on Kit's lips for nearly an hour. Jade tastes like vodka and lime. Kit loses herself to the kiss. They would meet in the stacks, the top floor of Nakmar Library, giggling. Their first I love you, messy and honest. So she's rem she's remembering this right now. <laughs> Jade is the key. She kisses Jade and she remembers. It's so classic. I love it. Kit pulls Jade closer, melts into the kiss. Their lips slide messily against one another until they're out of breath. Forehead to forehead. I love you. Kit jerks her head away at Jade's words, heart hammering. Then, a flash of bright light. Hey, isn't that Kit Tantalos? All right, because she's famous. <laughs> It's the flash of a camera. I bet you could sell that photo to TMZ or something. Another flash. Jesus, so rude. Jade's hand grips Kits tightly as they press their way through the crowd until the crispy early spring air hits them. A single flash follows them out the door and Jade quickly hails a cab. They're quiet the entire ride home. You know Jade must feel so bad right now. Kit is too tipsy, too shocked to process any of what happened in that short su succession. Once back at their apartment, they quietly get ready for bed and fall tired under the covers. I didn't think about people recognizing you, Jade says once they're settled. I should have thought about that. We should have. We shouldn't have gone there. We. Why did you say that? Kit asks, interrupting her. She sits up abruptly, and Jade follows suit. What? That you love me. Now that she's sobered up, the words ring repeatedly in Kit's mind. I love you. It isn't fair. Kit doesn't get to feel the same. Not authentically. She felt it in those small glimpses into her missing memories. She felt that love. Still feels it. She feels it every time she feels Jade's skin under the pads of her fingers. She feels it in the depths of her belly whenever she finds Jade's soft brown eyes across the room. But it isn't real. Oh my god. It's so... That's so... She's borrowing feelings from a former version of herself. Oh my god, why you got this fucked up view? She doesn't get to fall in... She doesn't get to fall in love with Jade. Not in a normal way. Those feelings belong to the girl Jade actually loves. The other kit. And once again, the author has capitalized the O in other. The Jeez. other kit. I shouldn't have said that, Jade admits. That wasn't fair to you, even if it's true. It's not, though. It's not true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jade screws her face in confusion, her face lit only by the muted city light streaming in through the window behind her. I'd buy that you like me, maybe, but you don't love me. You love the other kit, the one whose body I live in. I think you want to see her when you look at me, but I'm not her. Of course you're her. I'll tell you a million times if, if I have to. There is no other kit. There's only you. She takes Kit's face in her hands. When I look at you, I see you as you were six, five, four, three, two, and one year ago. Damn, she counted down like a, like a blast off. <laughs> How could I not? But I also see you as you are now. You're my Kit. You're one in the same. They're fighting, I can't. <laughs> yeah, Kit arches an eyebrow and pulls away from Jade's touch. She doesn't know why she's doing this, why she's sabotaging the one good thing she's had in over a year. But she knows why. Kit knows she's falling in love with Jade. Hal already does love her, but how could Jade love her as, if, as she is now when she's holding out hope for the old Kit to return? If you love me, then why are you still wearing that? She points to the necklace that swings from Jade's neck. 
She watches Jade grasp the stone on her neck. Kit remembers months of reaching for the same stone at her own throat, only to find nothing there, not even knowing why she had that reflex to begin with. But she'd seen the photos and videos. It's mine, Kate continues, isn't it? Jade is stock still, her only movement the slightest mind of her head. You my necklace, bitch. <laughs> Imagine that was actually what you meant. You promised not to lie to me anymore. Kit's voice cracked as she spoke and she hated it. Hated how vulnerable it made her sound. Were you ever going to give it back to me? Jade's hand flexes over the stone. Would you give it back to me if I asked for it now? A heavy silence falls over them. Kit wants to break it. She always hated the quiet, but the angry, scared, overwhelmed ringing in her ears helps with her resolve. Finally, Jade responds. No. The word is a whisper. Kit wants to yell, wants to beg, why not? Jade would tell her. Kit can see it by the way she bites her lip and prepares herself. But Kit knows. She this knows is so the, depressing, please. She knows the reason Jade won't give it back to her must be because she doesn't really think of her as the same Kit she lost nearly 15 months ago. Jade's proximity is too much. Kit throws the covers off of her and steps out of the bed. Fuck this. Kit, please don't. I'm not running away, Kit says. I'm just going to sleep on the couch. I can't stay here with you. I can... No, Kit says, her voice finally sounding firm. Good night. She turns on her heels, and if the door to their bedroom falls heavy behind her, she doesn't notice. Damn, she slammed the door. She doesn't even bother with real pillows. She simply lays on the couch and pulls her grandmother's quilt over her. She wills herself to sleep, pretends the chasm between her and her half-empty bed across the apartment doesn't destroy her, pretends that the tears that come silent, fast, and heavy aren't because she's broken her own heart, aren't because she's finally realized the truth, that she is utterly and completely alone. And that's the end of the chapter. She really ended a chapter so dismally. Is there even a happy ending to this? Don't we only have like three or four chapters? You're like, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? What chapter was that again? Chapter nine. So we got four chapters left. Four? After this one, yeah. Four chapters left. Um, no, of course. They just gotta work through their emotional baggage. And it makes sense, like, I love, I actually love the way, like, that's one of the scenes I remember the most from when I read it before, it was be- is because I thought it was written so well, and, and, like, yeah, the emotional complexity of it, because here's Jade, like, she doesn't want to give up this necklace because it's been the one tie she's had to Kit for the last year, and so uh, she clearly just has this deep-rooted anxiety about it where she doesn't want to part with the necklace. And that's why she was, could only give that honest answer of like, I don't think I could give it to you right now. And it's not, it's not about what Kit says, right? Like that it's just like, oh, I don't view you as the same Kit. Though there is a, there is a slight element to there, I, I think, like to it is. there. Definitely. I think there is some truth to it, but it's not that simple. But you understand why Kit, right? Like, it makes sense that Kit is... Yeah. Taking it really hard that way because she's like, she's struggling to connect herself to that same person because she yeah. lost five years and she and her family kind of took that identity away from her. So it's like, yeah, all of it, the, the emotional complexity is very present and like you can really take apart those layers as you're reading it of like, oh, like these two are like really hurting and they just need a minute to, to uh, communicate that with each other and understand each other. And Kit needs to learn to believe that she is the same person, is deserves the same love as that person, etc. Like, um, anyway, I think the characters are written obviously well, and like, especially for them being the characters from the show in this alternate universe. And I love that. That's one of my favorite chapters, definitely. Um, yeah. You agree? Yeah. Any other thoughts on it? You said it all. <laughs> I wish I could put that that's concisely into a comment now, but I'm too lazy to too do that. Too lazy to do Okay, so yeah, it's like we have four episodes left of this fix. We do need to really start seriously thinking of what's going to be the next one. So once again, well, we need to put like a Google a Google form out there or something or like 
Oh yeah, I'm or and so we and like or just start tweeting more about it, asking people to DM us, message us, email us. We want suggestions for future Willow fix that we can read. Again, we want to avoid certain tags. Like we don't want like a lot of violence or torture or anything like that. Obviously, we're fine with explicit sexual content. We're having fun with that even, um, but it's an explicit <laughs> podcast. But. Yeah, and um, as much as we love Chris's fanfics, I already know because I've already had this, like, like the few people who have responded, people have mentioned some of her other fics, like the Tanthamore Affair. That would be fun, and maybe that could be a future thing, but we don't want to just, we want to spread the wealth. We want to spread the love, so don't recommend any of her fics to us. Like, we know they're there, we know we love them, we love Chris. Give us a different author to give some attention to, and please only suggest completed fix as much as I love to support. Like I, while we're here, I'll give, I'll take a second to say like, please read ongoing fix as they're being written. Please support those authors because it's really hard for an author to finish a fic if they don't have consistent readers, giving them a reason to write, right? They, they need, they need their feedback. So remember always leave kudos, always leave a nice comment when you finish reading a fic that you enjoy. Even if you just said, love it, even if you just said, thanks for writing this, like <laughs> it means the world to fic authors. Yeah. Speaking as someone who has written fic before. Yeah, give them feedback, but for the sake of this being like a podcast that we want to be able to, you know, have our own completed series and stuff. Like, yeah, give us a completed fic that we can read. It doesn't have to be as long as Armorium. I probably don't want it to be any longer than that. This is already kind of long for us. So the chapters, the chapter lengths are decent. Like they're not too long, right? I think those are probably like 5,000 word chapters or something. Maybe the summer a little bit longer, but yeah, don't give us anything like super long or super triggering and, but just something completed. And I can already think of some I'm probably going to get. I know some fic authors that I would want to put in the poll specifically, but we want to hear from the people. And then once we have a few suggestions from people, We'll put it into a poll that people actually vote, and that will be our next Willow fic. I'm excited. And so, yeah, while we're here, remember to like and... Not like and subscribe. Actually, yeah, I mean, subscribe if you haven't. It is a subscription thing. Uh, like, and su- like and subscribe oh, and comment yeah. and leave a, leave a nice review. Um, let us know what you think. Follow us on social media at Please I Have No Job. And follow us at SaveWillow2022 on Twitter and on Instagram. And I think they're on TikTok as well. Support the campaign to save Willow. I'm actually feeling a little bit more hopeful about Willow recently. We had our first cast acknowledgement of, maybe not the campaign necessarily, but just like the show and the the fans want it back, which was Warwick Warwick Davis. He tweeted uh, a few days ago now. And last I checked, it had over 15,000 likes and like over 2,000 reposts, retweets, whatever. So... I'm hoping that tweet blows up more. We got some articles being written about it, and hopefully more of the cast will say stuff about it because they've been really silent so far, and it's made it kind of weird for us because, like, not acknowledging the campaign. But it's also complicated times because we've been dealing with these strikes and everything. But, yeah, I hope this is, like, going to be a renewed fire for Willow, and which is a growing fandom right now, especially after Bottom. So, uh, yeah, if you aren't out part of the campaign or haven't really contributed, like, now it's the time to start. And, you know, it really is as simple as just, like, tweeting hashtag SaveWillow uh, even just once or twice a day. Like, right now, at SaveWillow has, like, 1,070-something followers or something. Like, if every single person there tweeted even once a day, that's a lot more tweets, like... But especially if you tweet you tweeted just, like, five times, which, by the way, retweets count, right? So if you tweet something, retweet a couple people... 
and everybody who is following the campaign does that every day, that's thousands of tweets a day. And right now we're recently we've been struggling a little bit to hit 2000. So we want to get that count up and before you know it, you know, hit three 300,000 tweets so far for the Save Willow campaign and get the attention of Disney, get the attention of other streamers that there is a demand. Like, we want Willow back. And not just Willow, but just in general. Like, to stop canceling sapphic shows, stop canceling shows. <laughs> like, they just keep... You know, these networks are pumping out shows and never giving them the time to find the audience and there needs to be a change there because it doesn't work. And they're really killing television. And it's actually breaking my heart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, it, it, it's, it fucks me up. But... There's a lot of things going on right now in this world that have me fucked up. So, um, sorry, rant over. We love you guys. We appreciate you so much for listening. Mariah, do you have any thoughts? No. I think I said... T- today's one of those days I just have a lot of thoughts, I guess. I just, like, I'm suddenly really sleepy, you know? It just hit me. Yeah, I still have caffeine in my system, so I'm like, I'm probably about to go to my other sister's house right now and, like, get high or something. <laughs> I'm about to, like, try to completely dissociate from current events for just a little bit. I don't fucking know. Oh, I'm gonna wa- I think I'm going to watch Spy Kids 3 tonight. Y'all know Spy Kids? Like the original Spy Kids? Yeah, I fuck with that shit hard. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Shout out. Come say hi on Twitter. We're friendly people. And good night and good, good, for- good fortunes. I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. <laughs> Toodles! That was a really fucking good episode. I don't know about you, but I think that was a really fucking good episode.